today is a beautiful Thursday. This is coming out Friday, but we have the dropping of the matting cover. They gave us a little hint with two goats. I thought it was going to be a brown cover because Peyton Hillis was doing a lot of tweeting about it and like all day I missed every other Madden guy talk about it. I only seen Peyton Hillis. So I was well, like, that, well, maybe that, it's a brown thing. That ad was such a typical Madden cover because they put a, a goat and a baby goat and everybody's like reading into it. Like it's game of Thrones. Nah, yep. dude, it's just nope. what everybody else thought. Just like every game of Madden is like, Ooh, they're trying all these different things. The new commercial comes out every year. Oh no. It's, it's just the exact same game with an updated roster. Hey man, it is a beautiful cover. Patrick Mahomes is back on the cover. We are going back to back. Not back to oh, back. But not but, back to but back. But not to, back to back. Yeah, you went back to, to back like money like, back is guaranteed. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is back on the cover, looking good, throwing the ball. Toe is fine. And he's on there and he looks good, right? I mean, it is the most basic ass cover that you could ever come up with. Ah, don't be a hater. There's now I was hoping Jay would fill in the rest that Tom Brady's on the cover, but he's just being a hater right now. I mean, Tom, Bra- Tom Brady always looks good. Let's be let's be <laughs> honest. I'm I'm just saying, like, I feel like we're we're drifting away from like what made Madden great. And like, I don't know. It, I'm just it doesn't look like there was like a real photo shoot. It looks like they just had him hang out for 10 minutes after like a press event. No, they, what you call it? They had a whole shoot. I watched a video. They were throwing balls. They're getting the video. They're getting the let, they're getting Tom Brady's let's fucking go. And they're getting Patrick Mahomes flexing. They got the cover looking right, man. They had Tom and them hang out for a couple hours. And I looked into it and what a cover, man. Two generations, the best quarterbacks on the face of this goddamn planet share a cover. And this is exactly what you want. This is Michael Jordan slash Kobe relationship, what you're having right here. If Tom Brady is going to mentor Patrick after Tom is done, the boy's going to have 10 rings. The boy's going to have a ring every guy. He's going to move around and give rings places. I'm telling you, man, It. I don't see Tom doing it because Tom's ego is, you know, he's, oh, I'm a good, no, it's fucking up here. You're just cool with all the fucking guys you want to be cool with, but you're not going to share secrets. It's a phenomenal cover. I love it. I want to see how they split the home screen and the other selections. Uh, but, yeah, same fucking game. I mean, updated rosters, and that's about it. I mean, I I don't expect anything from the game at all. Like, I've been playing the same Madden for the last four years. Same spin move for the last four years. Updated roster, make it cool, make it hip, get it on TikTok and sell or try to sell because last year was your your numbers were way down. So, but our boys are on it. 
I'm going to order the fucking fat head of the cover, put it behind me. <laughs> I got the patch of I got the patch of Holmes ones back there. I got to hang it back up. I'm going to put them back to back. Fell down the week before the Super Bowl. It was a sign. Yeah, man. That that was not good. That I have was a video. <laughs> yeah, I should have should have definitely bet my horses the other way after that one. But I got tax for this year, so they're gonna be bolted into the wall. So we're gonna be good to fucking go. Ready to rock and roll. Rematch in progress, ladies and gentlemen. I have, I do not. Hey, listen, listen to your fan. This is your financial advisor, Angel Speed. Not guaranteed money, but if you have some money that you could invest right now, you can invest on the Bucks and Chiefs rematch, and you can invest on Tatis Jr. winning the MVP. That's an easy bet. You have some extra money, throw it on those guys and watch it double, triple throughout the year. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a great year. You're guaranteed. Welcome to Money Back Guaranteed. I am here with the wonderful host, Jay. My name is Angel. We're here on our fun show, weekend show. We are going shooting from the hip, watching. We watched a whole bunch of action. I went three for four, two, no, two for four. And if you had told me that the (laughs) Brooklyn Nets were going to win and the Montreal or the Vegas Golden Knights. We're going to lose. And that was in the Sixers. We're going to lose up 27 at halftime. And that was going to be my card. I laughed in your face, Angel. I laughed in your face. But here we are. You know, I usually put bets in like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, underdog, underdog. You know, I did not see none of that happening. I'm betting smart. And I was like, that's not happening. It's going to be a clean sweep for Vegas. The Bucks are the Bucks are hurting, or the Nets are hurting, and the Sixers are up twenty six, turning one, all the TVs off. At one point, the Sixers were minus five thousand to win the game. Live bet. That is, and then at, at the end of the game, they were minus one twenty five still until like the last minute. What a game! What a game. Um, so you guys heard me preach Philly in five for a while. And unfortunately, um, Philly. You love saying it, you said, right? Huh? You love saying it, right? Philly in oh, five. yeah, Philly in five. I love it. It's, it's, my, th- it's my thing. I was saying Philly in six because it was fun. So 
Embiid's going to have to play every single minute of the second half. And me on the couch know that. You're up 26 points. You're up 20-plus going into the fourth. This game is over, man. 17. It was 17 going 17. into the fourth. This game is over, man. You press the issue for the extra six minutes for that quarter and get that lead up into the 20s, and you have to watch them quit before you're done. You have to watch them take Trey Young off the court with five minutes left before you take your guys off. Doc is losing his fucking mind. Now, did they tie it up with Trey Young jumping horizontally into a player and getting three foul shots? Absolutely. Sure, sure did. Sure well, did. Until they change that rule next year, Trey Young is the most dangerous player on the court. What was the meeting for? The meeting was for that. Yeah. They had the meeting to discuss about this. You're not all right. Well, we'll figure it out next year, I guess. And we're just gonna give him that call. We well, yeah, have they're not they're, shooting. That's they're, not a shooting mo- He's not no one shoots like this. No one shoots sideways. It's wild. Major League Baseball, we'll get into this later. Major League Baseball literally changed their equipment midseason, and you can't stop Trey Young from jumping horizontally into a player to get free foul shots. It's a crucial point in the game. You cannot – what happened to putting your fucking whistle in your pocket with two minutes left in the game? What happened to letting them boys play? As an NBA official, you got to be looking at yourself and going, I know that shit ain't right. I know that shit ain't right. I know what a shooting motion is. I know when getting trying to get a call is. I know what it is. You see the flops all the time. The, the NBA just can't get out of its own way, man. They turn everything into, like, deciphering what's a catch in the NFL. And it's not that hard in the NBA. There's no, like, football move. There's no, like, two feet inbounds. No, like, you jump up and down, you shoot the ball. Like, hey, Trey Young, when you don't draw a foul, jump horizontally sometimes and shoot if you want that. Where is your self-respect, referees? Where's your self-respect, Trey Young? they're, They're questioning your intelligence taking those shots like that. How about you take this shit a little personally? Because you're letting games get decided off shit that should not happen. You, everyone knows what Trey Young needs to be doing in that motion. Everyone knows. Pump, move, take the shot right there. The guy just flew by. Or pass the ball. You're stuck. You cannot let these guys do that shit, man. You cannot. If the guy's jumping straight up, he gets hit, foul. His spine is fucking sideways. You can't make that call. You cannot. And you don't make other calls. You don't make other calls. Embiid is a big man getting beat up down there. You don't make the calls. Yeah, Embiid Embiid is is a wild situation because the Sixers are legitimately in trouble as a franchise. Like, at this point, Seth Curry might give you a better chance to win at point guard than, than Ben Simmons. 
that's a get. That's no question. Curry, Simmons at the two. That's what it should be. Neither Embiid nor Simmons can win you games by themselves on a consistent basis against good teams. If Embiid wasn't hurt, he'd be fine. I think if Embiid wasn't dealing with that knee, which they're still saying they're dealing with that knee. I mean, they're also playing hack at Embiid, and Embiid has done this over and over again. Now, granted, two of those times were against Al Horford, and one of them was against Kawhi Leonard, but he has not been able to close games consistently in the playoffs his entire career. No. At what what point do you you stop blaming the knee injury? This is kind of like not to like compare the NBA in any way to hockey, but man, sorry, LeBron, everybody's going through something. It's a long season to begin with. Hey, LeBron, not everybody can just take time off for load management. Maybe some of the, maybe the reason why Brooklyn is going through so many injuries right now is because they haven't been playing as consistently and they're going from zero to playing 48 minutes. They were going to play for like 22 minutes to play 48 minutes because they haven't had to. Like all, there's a lot more to it than just injuries. But Joel Embiid, man, this is the playoffs. You can't be gassed out in the fourth quarter when they need you because these teams aren't going to quit, especially like a Steph Curry, a Trey Young, a Luka, these kids who can shoot. Man, they don't care. They don't have to run that far. They'll shoot a 30 footer. I mean, Embiid's the center. So you got to give him that. He is carrying the most weight out there, and he shouldn't be putting in every single minute ahead. But if you need to take him out with four minutes left in the second and not put him back in until the second half, I think you do that to keep him on the court. Also, from the moment Ben Simmons walked into the locker room and everyone cleared the court, he should have been right back out there shooting free throws. They're free throws. It went four for 14. Awful. You hit five more free throws, you win this game, and you shut the door on them because they're hacking you for this opportunity, and you gave it to them. Okay, and Embiid missing two free throws at the end, even though I feel like you know, you're still a long shot, you can miss two free throws. Okay, I'm going I'm to read you a stat sheet here, okay? Stat line. I want you to tell me who it is. 0 for 2 field goals. 0 for 0 three-pointers. 0 for 0 free throws. 8 rebounds. 9 minutes, minus 14. Plus minus. No idea. That is Dwight Howard's stat line. <laughs> Got to the free throw line zero times. Joel Embiid, 13 free throws. Uh, Embiid shot the ball 20 times. Dwight Howard, 0 for 2. At some point, like Tobias Harris played 38 minutes at power forward, 2 for 11 on field goals, 0 for 3 at 3, three pointers, four points. At what point do you just say, hey, we're going Dwight Howard at center and beat at power forward? Get Tobias Harris the fuck out of there. Because Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and beat and Dwight Howard would have given you at least something. 
And then they're hacking somebody else besides Embiid. Embiid gets to get out, shoot a little bit more from distance, space the floor a little bit better. Ben Simmons is a better slasher, slash and dish. Like, at nine minutes of playtime, did they even try with Dwight Howard? It's not like he had five fouls. He had three fouls. He had three to give. Like, Doc Rivers is a good coach, but what are you doing, Doc? He is not playing. He is not coaching himself. I don't know what it is. I truly do not because it is absolutely awful how he's coaching this game. Leaving Ben Simmons in there for six free throws after missing the first two, you immediately take him out. You know their game plan. You put Shaq Milton in the game. You put George Hill in the game. You put a shooter in the game. They are not that deep of a team. No, they're they're decently deep. George Hill, Shaq Milton, Dwight Howard coming off the bench. George Hill is an all-star. Dwight Howard is an all-star. Shaq Milton is an up-and-coming player that plays pretty decent. They're pretty deep. They're the deepest team right now other than Utah. They just need to play like they want to win. They're destroying this this series is a fucking joke. This series should be fucking over. You have star players in four of the five starting positions. You Curry is putting up 36 points. And Bean is putting up 37 points. You're losing the fucking game. You need to look at yourself in the mirror. And finish the fucking game. Because you're not doing that. At second half, you go to sleep. And that's a problem. Because you cannot do that going forward. You're not doing that against Bucks team. You're not doing that against Nets team. And you're not doing that anywhere, anyone out west. I don't know what to tell you. They have one guy. They got Trey Young. They have a shooter that's struggling right now, Bogdanovich. Capella's not playing great defense. And Bede has 37 fucking points. Uh, their starting lineup for Atlanta, points-wise. Uh, Trey Young had 39. Uh, Collins had 19. And the rest of their starting five combined had a 12 points. Bruh. You're, their starters are struggling and you can't capitalize. You're losing to their bench. You're losing to their bench. George Hill, get your fucking head out of your ass and play like an all-star. Find it, play like it. Shaq Milton, give him more run. Howard, you're a big guy, man. You still got it. He's still got it. He did it for fucking Lakers. Play like a big man that you are. That's the craziest thing to me is when you tell me that they came back from you know, what, 26 at halftime to win? I would have thought Trey Young went for 60. He only went for 39. Don't get me wrong. That's great. But it's not like took over the game. No. By no means. And it's it's going to be interesting because now you got to win two, two in a row. You cannot sleep. And you got to go to Atlanta. You'll be in Atlanta tomorrow. Man, they should have never let Lou Williams go back to Atlanta, man. Man, shit. That is like superpowers, bro. 
Lemon, lemon pepper Lou in Atlanta. Walking bucket. And to think that he was going to retire. You got Quavo yeah. courtside. Uh, every game. Every fucking game. So, it is what it is. Breaking news. Paul George, or Chris, or Chris Paul has COVID. So, he's out for two weeks. So, if the um, this Clippers and Jazz game, Jazz series could wrap up next week, or next game, and the Suns might have to play without uh, Chris Paul. That's going to be interesting. Now, who is it more important to end the series in game six? The Clippers or the Brooklyn Nets? The Clippers. Really? Yes. I was going to say 100% Brooklyn. I think for the Clippers, you don't know how – you know – you're getting hard for the Nets. You're getting Harden. He's going to work himself back to 100. KD's playing out of his mind. Kyrie's a question, but you still have your two stars. The Clippers is a different story. They're losing their number one guy. The guy that makes that team run is out, and they need their second star to step up. And he has been struck. He struggled. He's been struggling the last couple of years, but he's playing great now. But is that a ticking time bomb or is that we're going to officially see uh, playoff P back? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that everyone's looking at it like, huh? careful. Mm-hmm. Everyone's stepping there, pressing the brake on fucking Paul George because you don't know when he's going to break down and not fucking and become pandemic P like he is, but he's stepping up. So it's really going to be hard if Kawhi doesn't come back. I was looking at it a different way. I was looking at it more from the case of if L.A. can close it in game six, they are – probably guaranteed four, maybe five games without CP3. If yep. they take it to seven, CP3 might be back game three. Mm-hmm. So and I, I, I don't think the Suns team wins a full playoff round if CP3 misses more than three games. I don't think there's any chance. And that's Major, you need to get in that series right away because Paul George is playing so crazy, so hot. He almost got me paid big last night. Almost got me paid big. I'm definitely going to bet him in game six because that's going to be a phenomenal game for him if he could find a way to shut it down. You're going home, man. Shut it down. It's time for it's time for the jokes to be over. It's time for pandemic P to never be said again. We can start calling him Pfizer P because the boy has his vaccine. He has the cure for the NBA, and you're gonna see an MVP performance from him. You gotta he's gotta let it loose, man. And he MVP. looks good. You just gotta let him play. MV playoff P. MV playoff P is exactly what it is. 37 points. 
16 rebounds, five assists. The boy played phenomenal. And you needed what? You needed 40 points and 10 with nine rebounds? No, 40 points and nine assists and 13 rebounds. And he hit the rebounds, but he didn't hit the other two? Yep, he was three three points off and two assists off. So yeah, I saw it was close. I actually yeah. looked. We had a very high stakes bet where if he cashed that bet for you, I was not allowed to slander playoff P anymore, and I was going to be very <laughs> disappointed if I had to do that. <laughs> Man, it was so close. I mean, you know, I thought there was a lot more efficient three point shooters on this team for Clippers. But they're just all-around shooters. You got uh, Reggie Jackson that played – oh, dude, Reggie Jackson. Man, take your hat off to Reggie Jackson. That boy played – that boy played like he wanted to win. Like Kawhi was never coming back. And Morris putting up 25, Reggie Jackson with 22. The boys played amazing basketball. They got to do it again, man. Um, Morris missed two shots – Paul George gave him and Reggie Jackson missed too. So I watched that and I'm like, eh. I knew it was over then. But it was interesting to watch, man. They won 119 to 111. They need to close this series down. Um, it seems like Donovan Mitchell's struggling. Like it really seems like, I mean, he has 21 points. Um, Joe English is struggling as well. Guys that you thought would, you know, step up and really take this game, this series over. I really thought Clarkson English uh, was going to step, press the pedal to the floor and catch these boys bleeding, but did not turn out to be that. Jazz are down. Your number one seed is down in this series. And they're truly missing Mike Conley, man. It's true. That's true that Mike Conley, when you don't have that veteran point guard playing, man, it is real. It is a problem. Clippers can find a way to catch two two teams missing their veteran point guards, and they got to shut it down. Assuming all these series go to game seven, who do you have the most faith in? Who, who do you have the most faith in to close it out? Of the teams that are, say, of the teams that are down right now, Utah, Philly, and Milwaukee. Uh, Philly. Philly, I think. Yeah, Philly, uh, they're playing the easier team out of these guys. I think uh, Atlanta is still missing a piece or two to make them truly legit. They're just a Cinderella story right now. And the Sixers need to find a way to shut it down. I think I'd agree with you. I think I'd agree with you. I would agree with you for the sole reason that when Philly has beaten Atlanta, they have looked like they've figured Atlanta out. Yeah. They don't look like they've just won the game. They look like, okay, they turned a corner. And that's why every time they lose, I bet them. And I was shocked when they lost last night, especially when I shut the game off at halftime and had to turn it back on in the fourth quarter. What is it? They had a 16-0 run in the beginning of the fourth. <laughs> no, they Philly knows what to do, and they just need to stick to that plan, and that series is pretty much wrapped up. 
They're going to win game six. They're going to win game seven. That's pretty much my pick. Um, after that, bro, I give it to the Bucks. I really give it to the Bucks, man. Are you going to let KD put up 49 again? Are no. You gonna, are you going to put Giannis on KD? That's exactly what you're going to do. That's exactly what you, hey, Giannis, hey, this is your coach speaking. Since you don't listen to yourself when it comes to defense, go stick KD. When he goes sits, you go sit. When he, you see him go back in, you go back in. That's how talked, you win game six. He talked about how hard he was to guard. and said, ain't nobody guarding KD. Hey, you're all first team, all defense. It's, it's on you, man. 100%. But, man, you got to look at KD and go, what the fuck? Seven foot tall. When he shoots the ball, the ball is already at like nine feet. Because the boy jumps straight up. He's a dick. He gets to the cup. He gets around you. He stops. He does everything that a 6'3 guard would do at seven foot. The only thing I would tell you to do is make him drive. Make him drive to Lopez. And see how that goes for you, truly. Because I don't think Kevin Durant is a good finisher around the cup. I mean, he's he's efficient, but I don't. I think you're better off having him go to the cup than to try to guard that thirty foot shot, to guard the thirty five to forty foot shots from KD. Let him drive and see what happens at that point. Because. When Harding goes one for 11 and you go, oh, shit, well, is he struggling because he's back or is he really hurt? He's hurt. He can't drive to the cup. That's major because these guys are playing at the three-point line. They're not even stepping in. So, of course, Harding's going to get a guy on the face. Play the same defense. Let them drive. Let them take their twos. Don't let these boys get hot from three. That's it. That's what you got to do. You got to play small ball with them. And as you play small ball with them, you got to put your threes up and score. Call me. I'm available to coach. Yeah, that was – it was really wild that they really didn't change up much on KD. They really went with that, hey, we're going to let KD eat and we'll we'll see what happens. But, man, I mean, Blake played a better game. He didn't play what he needs to play, but he played a better game. And he struggled honestly, honestly, yeah, honestly, you had just Jeff Green got hot and you really only need one other player to get hot when KD's playing like that. And they played very good defensive basketball when they needed to. I mean, hell of a coaching job by Steve Nash. Yeah, man. um, It's kind of tough watching Bruce Brown struggle out there, but uh, he's going to bounce back and, uh, be the big three he's supposed to be here. <laughs> how, about, how about P.J. Tucker going for 33 minutes and zero points? And man, P.J. Tucker ain't out there for that. P.J. Tucker out there to fucking try to wear Durant's jersey most of the game. That's what he's out there for. Let him do that. He ain't going to shoot. I mean, he was a shooter back in the day. He used to hit threes. Did he even shoot? I mean, what, did he go 0 for 4? 
over uh, three. Over three from field goals, over two from three. There you go. So he used to shoot back in the day. He's too tired. He's Garden Duran all over the place. I mean, the Bucks are a different team when they can't get people shooting threes. It's a big issue. Big issue. When Middleton but- can't get hot, they struggle. I mean, they barely won the game before, and they had – Kyrie go out, and they had Brooke Lopez shooting threes. These nets, these nets, even without Harden, even with a like banged up Harden and no Kyrie, they're a tough fucking out. They are. I I think that. I mean, obviously, this is like maybe the dumbest statement I've ever said on this podcast. But losing Game Five is the worst thing they could have done. Because winning two in a row against Brooklyn is going to be tough. Having that opportunity to play the banged up hard, they needed to capitalize on that one. Yeah, but if you could find a way to steal this one in Brooklyn, like if you could, if you could win this game in Brooklyn and have them go to Milwaukee, it's going to be a lot of travel. And usually when that shit happens, it goes to the home team. So they got to find a way to win this one, 100%. And I think they do. I think they do, man. I, I am very confident that um, they're going to find their defensive woes, find a way to stop these guys, and we'll see you in game set. Pretty wild that DeAndre Jordan didn't even play. Different. I mean, how? for what? I mean, against Milwaukee, he averages – this season he's averaged 25 minutes a game. He didn't score a lot, but having that big body with Giannis trying to dominate the hoop, they really yeah. did play small ball. Yeah, you don't want – Giannis is really fast and he could shoot. So, like, if you get DeAndre Jordan out there and Giannis wants to start shooting middies and threes, he's not good out there, but if he's open, he's going to hit it. So – you want a guy that's going to kind of chase him off there. But also, if you do that with DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre's just going to blow by him. You have him as an anchor, and then you put Blake out there, you play zone. Maybe you don't play no fucking zone. (laughs) This ain't AAU, bro. (laughs) Sorry, I want more fundamentals in my basketball, Angel. Oh. Let's go Lynx. Yeah, no. You want fundamentals, take that shit to the ice. (laughs) Well, in non-playoff news, uh, Zion wants out. You going to get rid of him? Yeah, absolutely. You trade the most, the second most highest name coming out of high school ever. That's what you do. You trade him. Uh, I think Zion is in. Should be paying attention to Carl Anthony Towns because I think he's a better player than Carl Anthony Towns. But that might be his future. Just them struggling to get talent around him. Because right now, Lonzo's going to get paid somewhere. I don't think it's going to be in New Orleans. But a lot of people apparently think he's worth having on a roster. Oh, he's going to Charlotte, 100%. There's no question. You had J.J. Redick. Loved being there. Got rid of him. Like, what are you, what are you, do, what are you building in this roster? Who do you have, that's a, who do you have that you think is a piece Besides Zion Williamson, that you're going to try to build around. 
Because a big one ain't get it done. Mm-mm. Um, if I am so, if guys are not going, if you're not, <clears throat> let me say this. No, no, coach either, right? No. So if you got to bring the name, so you got to pay your coach super duper well, hundred percent. You got to bring a big name. Mike Shishovsky. I mean, if that happens, LeBron will go fucking New Orleans, bro. I mean, that's what, how that turns out. And we don't want no fucking LeBron in no damn New Orleans. But if you're not getting the big name and you're not getting the stars to come to New Orleans to play with Zion, I would trade him and try to get and try to rob some organization completely robbed them blind like they did that with the lakers do it again just do it again to someone else they're paying steven adams 29.5 million dollars a year he's a really good center but when you go to new orleans 29 million dollars a year that's how the NBA works, bro. Jeff Teague was making like 21 or some shit. Brandon Ingram. Ingram is making 27. You got Eric Bledsoe making 16-8. They're the same player. Uh, you've got three people on your roster who are 6'11". Mm-hmm. Like, I just... Uh, like I'm legitimately looking at this team trying to figure out what their identity is and I can't come up with it. You know who has another you know who's another team with identity issues? Dallas. Dallas has some major identity issues. Now Porzingis thinks he's a number one fucking all-star on that team. Now, <laughs> can you combine those two rosters? And just give the other team to Seattle all the leftovers? Yes. Let's do that. Because you'll have a contender tomorrow. NBA, give us a call. We got one for you. Have you ever tried getting rid of teams because you don't have enough good players to make 32 teams good? (sighs) No, that'll never happen. The revenue stream in New Orleans is great. Um, you just need guys that want. You need New Orleans guys that want to play in New Orleans. You need some hometown guys, <laughs> a hometown, a hometown all star. Well, what are you gonna get though, Shaq's kid? Like that's Fuck a it. LS Louisiana is a football city. That is SEC country. They yeah. ain't hooping, bro. I bet LSU, you. I bet you. LSU's basketball team was ranked for like yeah, two years. years. Bro, I bet you, I bet you the the 2020, what, 2020 was when they won the national championship. I bet you the 2020 LSU football team could have beaten the New Orleans Pelicans. In basketball. Yes, in basketball. <laughs> Sorry, I would have ran the ass over, bro. <laughs> yeah, and they don't have a coach. No, so another co- thing they have in common with Dallas. Nice. Rick Just... Carlisle, longest tenured coach in the NBA, is officially out. 
out, gone. Przingis thinks he's a star on this team and doesn't get the respect that he wants. Przingis, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You should have been traded at deadline. But according to everyone, Mark doesn't like to fire guys. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do with you. Like, just play better and I won't trade you. Or just do better. It will be okay. Like, Przingis, bro, you're not an all-star. Luca's a fucking all-star. We're not building around Brazilians. We're building around Luca. We're training you, bro. Start packing up your Dallas or start. Yeah, start packing up your Dallas home. You're going to fucking LA. Kristaps, they figured you out so damn fast. Uh, and that's the thing. He the, he keeps bringing up the fact that he averaged like 24 a game when Luca was out. Bro, he's one of the better passers in the league. If you can't find a way to play with Luca. You don't deserve to be there. Yeah, because I don't know. Cool thing is, you're not getting, you're not getting the ball at the top of the key and doing whatever you want. It's not your game. You're not Giannis. You were cool in New York. You probably should go back to New York. That probably would be your greatest thing. And honestly, he's trying to do what Carl Anthony Towns is, but the Timberwolves are a much worse team, and they don't have a Luca. When you're on a shitty team, you can do whatever you want. Hey, Kristaps, go to Sacramento. They'll trade you for Buddy Heald straight up, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. Shoot from half court if you want. I'll let you. Drive the lane. You want to play point guard today? You can play point guard today. They don't care. Luke Walton's out there listening to the Grateful Dead. He doesn't care. <laughs> like- Luke Walton also still has a job, which is too damn bad, because I would love to see him go to Dallas. Luke Walton, coach. Trying to throw a little Golden State in Dallas' way. Luca and the Golden State offense. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. Like, I don't know. Like, the thing you – if you have to choose who's going to be better next year, New Orleans Pelicans or the Dallas Mavericks, who are you picking? Dallas. Why? Because Luca will get better. Players will – Players will look at Luca and want to play with Luca. Uh, I think Mark's name will bring in a big star coach. Right there. I think Mark will spend the money. Mark is going to call Dame Lillard. Mark is going to make phone calls. Mark is not going to let Luca Doncic get away because he knows how hard it is to find and keep a Dirk. Yeah. And you need to put guys around him right now. Do it now. Kawhi is free agent. Uh, there's some other free agents on the list that we could get down to. Call DeRozan. Get him down there. Get guys down there that can shoot the ball and play defense so Luca can do whatever the fuck he does. Here's, here's the thing, man. These young Europeans are smart as hell. So good. Because here's – like – the wild, not to like get out of basketball, the wild are dealing with the same, a similar situation with Kaprizov, where they want to sign Kaprizov to like an eight year deal. I want to sign Kaprizov to an eight year deal. Kaprizov is like, uh, I want to sign like a three year deal. And I want you to prove that you can build a team around me because I don't want to be on a loser for eight years. And that's how it should be. Luca is going to sign the Supermax, and then he is 
fully prepared to get his way out of Dallas if he has to. NBA, that's how the NBA works, bro. Contracts are just signed and signed and thrown away. Here's your money. You want to leave? Go ahead. There's no sitting out like the NFL. Yeah, a lot of coaches moving around in basketball. It is going to be oh, so many. And Time I, for the revolution. Time to bring in young coaches like the NFL. Time to bring in your 33-year-olds, 34-year-olds. Find those legendary young guys that know the X's and O's like Phil Jackson and your Brad Stevens. I mean, shit. Brad Stevens is not even a head coach anymore. So Yeah. He moved up. GM. Big dog. <laughs> you need more mics. You need more Mike Spolstras. More X's to know guys. Guys that very young age, given the helm. Here you go. I would love to see it. Time to time to see what these guys can do. These young guys. I mean, NBA is going to be a completely different face next year, and it's going to be a regular season. So there's no complaining from guys that are not in the fucking playoffs. So I won't hear this bitching and this fucking seven tweets long about how, oh, this is what happens when you fucking forces on the court. And, oh, this is like LeBron, bro. Come on, man. You sprained your ankle. You got hurt for the first time in a very long time. And you got hurt when someone fell on you. You think he fell on you because he was tired from playing all the fucking games? No, he was playing the game. Did, did your ankle go, oh, man, these are a lot of games. I'm just going to fall under this guy. No, bro, you got hurt like that. What happened to Kyrie? He fell on someone's foot. If he was not tired, his ankle won't fucking break. Kawhi? I mean, Kawhi, listen. Kawhi has the only – first off, he's just running down the court. There's non-contact football injuries week one. You take off from the gun and boom, you blow your ACL. That's an ACL, bro. Why are you acting like you've been out there for 177 fucking games? It's 72. All you guys fucking load manage. You're just upset that you're out the fucking playoffs. Bro, go fucking enjoy your movie. No one wants to hear from you no more. We're looking at Trey Young. We're looking at fucking Booker. We're looking at KD. We're looking at the future stars of this NBA, bro. Shut up. Bro, LeBron, when the game has changed and it's like basically soccer in 10 years, LeBron is going to be the king of, oh, man, I could have gone – I could have played 10 more years and I could have had 60 bro. points a game in this league. I'm saying, bro. He's going to be that old head for sure. His son's going to break a record and be like, yeah, I could have done that if I was playing. Like, real shade at his son and shit, bro. Like, KD – or, sorry, LeBron. It's real tough, bro, because the guys you were playing with are younger guys – 
that talk to other younger guys and say, LeBron's kind of a fucking dick to play with. Not you chased out all your young guys, bro. Not in a good way like Kobe. Exactly. He's not – you're not – meant. you're yelling. You're not telling. You're not teaching. You're a bad fucking co-worker, bro. Like, fucking <laughs> coach, help, teach, have fun playing the game. You can have your little snippy fucking attitudes. You can do that shit. No cameras. But people don't want to play with you, LeBron. I think this was your last year of true success. Like, you might have to hang it up right here. Because unless you're going to get that guys like Chris Paul and you know, older shooters. Like, you put an older 30-plus squad, you you will have a run. You will have a nice run. But you're not getting no young talent. These young talents are calling other guys, and they're going to get fucking good. These young guys are no fucking joke. These shooters that are out here are no fucking joke. You won't get any of them. Good luck. And that was your Le- Fuck You LeBron segment of the day. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I'm excited. I'm excited for the NBA future. I'm excited for everything coming up. It's going to be super fucking fun. I mean, should we uh, – is this a time where we should apologize to Canada? Or not yet? Uh, I watched the game, man. Montreal <laughs> stole one. Good for them. I I honestly don't know what to make uh, from this next game in the Vegas Canadian series because Patchy already got screwed, got like robbed by the post on like three goals, three shots that could have been goals. So, and at the end of the game, they were so close to tying it up too. I think I'm still riding with Vegas. I think they – I could easily see them winning this series in five. But good on the Canadians. I really don't know what to expect from that stadium. That's going to be the weirdest thing. If they don't have a lot of fans and that's not a wild place to play, man, I, I don't know if, if it's going to be much different. Really? Yeah. I, I think I think Vegas – I think Vegas will still be the favorite in in Montreal. Okay. And my pick of the day, the New York Islanders against the Tampa Bay Cheaters. I mean, Tampa Bay Lightnings. Excuse me? I think, uh, I think the Islanders are going to take this one right here. I don't hate that pick tonight. Honestly, just because yep. the Coliseum is so wild. Yep. Uh, that's a tough place to play for anybody. But, man, Nikita Kucherov is the best player on the planet. <laughs> Nikita Kucherov is so damn good. He is crazy to watch. He is maybe the best passer in the league, and he scores goals. 
that game against the Islanders was just the closest thing I think I've seen all playoffs to one player just saying like, nope, this is not happening and taking the game over. Outside of maybe Brad Marchand in uh, the Boston uh, Islanders game, like I think it was what, game three? So that is – that's going to be tough. Like it's it's not an easy game either way, but they they looked way more engaged, which is huge. They did a good job of muddying up the middle, not allowing the Islanders to get those breakaways. And if they do that, they're just a more talented team. Everybody can score. Everybody can pass, and they're deeper. So, so we'll see. I, I think I'm leaning lightning just because I think they're the better team. But if you're telling me uh, – to me, this is minus 110 both sides. This is a pickup. The stadium is going to be rocking. The Islanders are going to be playing fast, efficient, and they're going to take this game. They're going to take this serious, man. I'm very confident, man. They've played – even when they lose, they've played still very, really, really good hockey. So, I'm going with the Islanders. Put your picks in. Still got time. Time that game starts, seven. Because the seven o'clock start time, thank goodness it's on the East Coast. So stay tuned, put your bets in because Islanders are going to make it all the way. I think it's going to be Islander, Islander Vegas. So go from seven o'clock starts to nine o'clock starts, baby. It's going to be a rock and rolling fucking series. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying. <laughs> Oh, man. With that win last night, uh, Montreal Canadiens went from plus 1,700 to win the cup to plus 850. Dude, you know, you're going to need to get a Tampa jersey, a Tom Tampa jersey, and we're going to have to recreate that uh, Madden cover. You know that, right? I've been thinking about it, man. I've been thinking about it. (laughs) I got the I got the Patriots, Tom. I just I don't know how many Toms I need. I've got the the Super Bowl winning T-shirt. I mean, you need. I mean, you only play for two teams. That's right. You get you get the Super Bowl uh, Tampa jersey. You're good to go. I'm honestly just kind of hoping they come out with the creamsicle. I want that like color rush creamsicle, man. That's that's dope as hell. I yeah. like that way better. I don't think they're going to do that, though. NFL sucks, dude. I think I'm going to get a NFL fucking sucks with uniforms. They're so dumb about it. Dude, just let them wear two kinds of helmets. Just let them wear alternate jerseys. The safety issue. You can't can't certify an extra helmet? Apparently not. We all see the TV numbers. You're doing fine for money. (laughs) Like, you can literally hire a guy whose only job is to test football helmets, pay him 70K a year. He works for four months out of the year, and he'll be psyched as hell to have an NFL job and a summer vacation. Sounds great. Sounds like, sign me up. How do you test these helmets? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Who am, I, who am I running into? 
<laughs> no, man. I uh, I don't think they'll ever do it. They should find a way to like. You make enough money, you could spray them and respray them. Fuck it. <laughs> like, <laughs> sand them, spray them, sand them, spray them, sand them, spray them. Fuck it. Not that hard. But apparently it is. But yeah, we definitely need to uh, recreate that cover, get that on there. Be pretty badass. So the Baltimore Ravens will not let people watch Lamar Jackson throw. Pussies. I don't. Now, what do you think? Did he did he just overhaul his throwing motion, or are they trying to not get him roasted like Cam Newton got roasted? Or is he a little Mitch Trubisky-ish, where if it's on TV, you turn it off? Man. Quite frankly, like I mean, the Packers are letting you watch Jordan Love throw. I'm, it's not a question around the league, bro. The cameras are there. You fucking film and throw. And that, uh, that's part of being at OTAs. That's part of being a mandatory training camp. There's cameras everywhere. Where you have? Where are you having them throw? A couple miles away? Like, what the fuck? What do you mean? There's no like film? Like, what are you doing? What is the difference? I'm, like I said in the text, like. If Lamar found a way to curve this fucking ball or he's throwing underhand and he wants that to be a surprise for game one, like people are just going to go, oh, man, no, you're still throwing the same ball, you know? You're not doing anything different. You're throwing the ball. So it's 100%. Absolutely. I don't want my quarterback to have any more pressure. So – we are not going to have you guys put anything on TV because we know our quarterback is having throwing issues. That's exactly what it is. How about you say, oh, shit, Lamar did not do anything this summer to get better. Let him take the heat for that and let him have that. All right, man, well, I got to get this shit done. There's a lot of people on my neck. I got to figure this out. And here's the thing. If you are not going to let people watch him throw, then you got to pay him as a running back. You're going you're to pay this man $200 million and not let him throw? In, like for cameras? What are we doing? Um, whatever. All these guys are fucking soft probably Lamar doesn't even know he's like whatever I don't care like I don't know he better have be out there with like seven people if that's probably what it is he has so many fucking quarterback coaches around him telling him to throw the ball or he's throwing it in the dirt I feel like a player would have said something though like bro not looking good over here Something, something would have leaked already. Something, if that's the case today, then tomorrow and the next day, something will get leaked. A video will get leaked of him throw, overthrowing a guy 30 fucking feet in the air. It's something, man. They, uh, yes, man. They, uh, it's just so weird because, like, they've shown they can win with him. He's shown that, like, he can make 
at least some throws. Yeah, you can make throws. You can make the athletic plays. <laughs> you can but do if, everything as a quarter mobile quarterback does. If anything, you are you are creating an issue where there wouldn't even be any if by not letting it show up by not letting him throw for camera. Yeah, because like we saw Cam throw it in the dirt. We saw Love throw it in the dirt. And they're on TV for a, a day. And that, like you're not getting a three-week fucking breaking news. Lamar can't throw. We know you can't throw, bro. We know you're struggling, bro. What is the difference with us seeing you struggle again? Unless this motherfucker got super fucking good and they want to keep it a secret. That could be another thing. Which... Is unlikely as fuck. Like, they're they're gonna like. Is that really gonna be like the surprise? Oh, hey, actually, Lamar learned how to throw really well. Like week one, go fucking 34, 36, 400 yards, four touchdowns, look fucking amazing. Hundred yards on the ground, look like a fucking. No one can touch this guy. That's what he needs to do. If you're not gonna have any cameras on you, bro, you better fucking be Kirk Cousin efficient. But be like her cousin and not wish, I guess. Kazinga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait for Kellen to start. I can't, like, 100% Patrick Mahomes fan, 100% or 50% Chief fan, and 50% fan of the Vikings defense. And all 10 starters on the offense, except for that one guy. There we go. There you go. All right. I have picks. You have picks? I got picks, baby. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. All right. Uh, for Friday night. Excuse me. Let me start over. Time for Moneybacks Pick of the Week. For Friday night, I'm going with Knights over the Canadians. I feel like we're just going to look at this empty stadium and go, this is fun. 5 1. <coughs> I'm picking them to win minus one and a half again. I think it was just a fluke that last game. Um, I picked the Islanders to win on uh, today as my show pick. <clears throat> I'm going to go with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning to win on Saturday. I think they're going to lose tonight and then tie this series up on Saturday. So I'm going with Lightning. And then on Sunday... Your winner for the Nashville Super Speedway race, Ryan Blaine. Call my shots, baby. So I'm going to bet Denny Ham. Or uh, 
Chase Elliott. This is really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully you guys see my uh, PGA pick uh, hit on Sunday. We have some big money on it. So Let's see how it goes. Yeah, it's it's tough. I might add, depending on what happens tonight, I might add a pick in the. I might add if Brooklyn lose win win loses tonight, I'm gonna pick Brooklyn to close. Oh, I'm gonna pick the Bucks close. Yep. No, I'm picking the Bucks close game seven. I'm gonna go opposite of everything you do in that damn series, man. <laughs> Bucks and seven. Your funeral, man. Your funeral. Uh, I'm gonna take that. I'm going to take Brooks Kepka as my pick to win the U.S. Open. Uh, his knee looks terrible, but he looked like he was golfing well today. Mm. So, I don't know. I don't know what will happen, but... He looks I, really bad going up steps. Yeah, I like I like Brooks down and out. Uh, I'm going to take uh, on... I'm going to take Vegas as well. I'm going to take Vegas, fuck line, money line. And then I'm going to take on, what, this will be Saturday? Yep. I'm going to take Tampa Bay in game four over the Islanders. I'm going to take the money line, and I'm going to take Nikita Kucherov over one and a half points for, and that's minus 137. I think that's a good value. I think for them to win, he's got to get points, and he is the straw that stirs the drink, and he's cooking right now. Brooks Kapka is minus two. He is tied for fourth. Sir, look good today. Uh, I kind of wish I uh, I bet him earlier because I feel like his odds are going to be probably pretty good now. Yeah. And uh, that's a shame because I feel like he's going to excuse me, potentially struggle on Sunday because that's when that knee is really going to be feeling it. So yeah. I don't know if you're going to get better odds, though. No, yeah, today would probably be your best day to do it when you're two, uh, when you're, uh, two days out from Sunday. Phil Mickelson, plus four. He is tied for 120th. Yeah, it's going to be rough. He might not make the <laughs> cut, bro. That might be Dude, a donation. That's definitely... That's... Fuck. Damn it, old man. It's home course, too. I know, man. Fuck. Young Gun's coming in here and taking it over, messing up the grass spots. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what that's- it is. Yeah, man. Too many people fucking up. Spoken like a true golfer. Yeah, damn Love right. It. Damn right. Uh, funny story to end the game, uh, end the show here before I send you off. Uh, Sons and Four guy. He is uh, getting free tickets and a free Devin Booker jersey signed by Devin Booker. After whooping a Nuggets fan in the stadium 
And his final punch, he looks at the guy and goes, Suns in four, bro. Suns in four. And he was right. He called it. You will see him game one of game one of the series of the uh, Suns versus Clippers or Utah. Should you just make him your mascot or should he be like your halftime show where he just fights any guy that has wearing the opposing jersey? That would be interesting. But we don't live in Seattle where that's like legal and shit, so. <laughs> nah, do you want to do you want to see a, box, a three-minute boxing match in the middle of a middle of a game? I mean, isn't that's what they're gonna do to sell the next Logan Paul fight? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hey man, I don't think Logan Paul is a great fighter. I think his brother is. So, thank you for listening to Money Back Guaranteed. Uh, your money is not guaranteed. My so-called guaranteed money is plus four. So think of that when you put your bets in. Bet responsibly. Have a good night. Please follow us on all our social media. Money underscore back underscore podcast. We do have hats available. You want to hit us up in our DMs if you want a hat. And like share and subscribe yes sir and good luck gambling because if i don't sweep this board i'm just gonna shave my fucking head (laughs) oh man i'll put money on you not clearing that board how about that (laughs) how awesome would it be on sunday you're just sitting there with like scissors to the side of your hair and then Brooks Kepka birdies for you. <laughs> Bro, I man, I, I need to I need to turn this look around. The fact that I lost a bet up 26 at halftime, that is some that is some bad juju. You cut the dreads, you got hot for a few weeks. I need that. <laughs> you need that to get back even. Hey I'm man, not- I'm I was pretty hot. I went four for five the other couple nights ago. I think I'm plus in this month. So we're working. And I'm watching Harden here, and Harden looks good. Harden looks like he's ready to go. So it's going to be super fun beating Harden and KD at full strength. (laughs) Harden's average speed, 3.3 miles in game five. Hopefully he gets it up to four next game. <laughs> he's around six, seven. Wow, look at that. Yeah, he's, he's pretty fast for our bowling ball. 